Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I am your interim host and newest producer, Ariana. And with me, we are welcoming back friend of the podcast and reoccurring host, Rodri Thomas. Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm glad to have you back. So on this episode, we'll be talking about TVXQ's comeback with both The Chance of Love and Loveline. Letting you know if these songs are Daybok or not. But before we dive into that, first, let's get to our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend you play on repeat or replay for the week. So, Rodri, what have you been replaying this week? So, um, I like had all these notes prepared for this other song, but BTS just released their song uh, "Let Go" worldwide, and I didn't really think. I mean, it's it's super. Every time I listen to a BTS song, a lot I just feel so like cliche, but because everybody loves bts but like i love these songs and so i've been listening especially to let go there's another one don't leave me that's also really great if you haven't heard them don't leave me so good yeah i mean if on the on the weird off chance that you have not heard these songs yet definitely go check them out because they are so so good Normally, I would t- typically go towards a BTS song, but I'm going to stick to my guns because <laughs> I have been listening constantly to Monster X's new album and particularly the song Lost in a Dream. Um, Lost in the Dream, not in a dream. I had to look that up. <laughs> I actually I actually always, um, I tend to be more of a fan of Monster X's B-tracks in general and more so than their leading singles. And though I really actually do like Jealousy this time around, I actually think this is the one that I will continue to play forever and always. It's got this dreamlike quality to it, which obviously lives up to its name. I think of it as like something you'd listen to on an app, like a, a soundtrack to an action film it would be included on there you know yeah i also think the rap sections are really incredible the way that they're placed in and particularly i have to point out i am's english lyrics which are awesome i like that he's making that shift more and more and then absolutely top of it is the vocal line they are so versatile in this song and i have to point out my love Kihyun, who just, he has really become one of my top five favorite voices in K-pop right now. And I, there's actually a clip of him just doing like a, a snippet of his chorus part, and it's incredible. Well, can I say, I am very glad you stuck to your guns because it would have been terrible if we both talked about BTS. That would have been the <laughs> ultimate cliche. Yeah. And- I'm trying to be good since I was like the BTS uh, expert on here originally that I try like really hard to be like, I do like other bands, yeah. though it's going to get harder and harder every time they do a comeback. <laughs> when I first started the K-pop show, one of my biggest problems is I was constantly like 
I knew a lot about boy bands, but I actually didn't have a whole lot of experience with like the girl groups. So yeah, to, I'm like, still I'm still like that more and more. I <laughs> I'm making my delve into them. It's hard for me because I don't do well with egg yolk. Yeah, me neither. So I like Twice is coming out, and I'm excited for them, but it's not necessarily my sound. But then if Blackpink comes out, I'm always in. Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> big so. if there though. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, big if. Thanks, YG. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So now let's move on to our day back or not. So, Rodri, how do you feel about finally getting to this comeback? Oh, at once I have so many words, and yet no words could deeply fully express how wonderful this is for me (laughs) i have waited so long for tv i remember their last album that came out like right when i think uh you know went to the military Mm -hmm. like the next day after it came out so it's just been so so long since we've had anything and man is this like this is just the album i needed so great yeah so good to have them back so i think we should start with the chance of love since it was the first that came out so let's start on our day back or not for that Let's start with the concept. I I think that it's a very simplified concept, but at least there's something we can chat about a little bit. Definitely. The first thing I saw I thought when I saw this is, oh, this reminds me of like every typical SM video from like <laughs> pretty much early EXO and and backwards. You know, I think that they probably changed quite a bit. We see it di- going a different route with NCT, but this is like a very typical SM behind the scenes type video. I think that it's like really interesting how they how they shot it with like the changes of light being kind of the difference between what is behind the scenes and what is considered the final product. So you see like there's one part where there's like a wide shot with the dancers and it goes from black to white light and when you see like the switch you see either the raw lighting instruments or you see like the set yeah and i thought that was really interesting the the play with that when i first watched through this video i like to me it was just yeah i i didn't really notice a whole lot and i i think that's actually really a good analysis that this is like basically just every typical sm video because it felt that way it didn't feel like anything here was doing anything different not that i wanted them yeah. to i'm just happy to have TVX back. back. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I liked that you, uh, what you say, that they're like back and that's the concept. It's basically yeah, just a video. Yeah, the concept is we're back. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't even thought of that, but it's it fits perfectly. Like I actually, I think you're really onto something there. It's obviously just them yeah. in a set. You know, they're making it very clear that they're filming a music video and all of that stuff with the lights, I didn't even notice, but it's totally true. And 
Yeah, I mean, that's just like... Yeah, they I think even have, like, that random car at the beginning. You're like, why is that even here? Yeah. He doesn't even make it to the final product. <laughs> is it just me, or does it feel like I've... I, I always feel, when I watch SM music videos, like, I, even though the room is set up differently every time, like, I feel like I've, I've seen, seen this, this room. I've seen this big, empty studio room. Yeah, all I was thinking was EXO. I was just thinking of, like, all... Like, they're, they're particularly, like, three famous music... Like, most famous music videos yeah. from... I would say, like, pre... The war, maybe even like a lot of their videos are in that space. Like I feel like the the first opening scene in the uh, TVXQ video was almost using like the same set as their like early the early part of the Call Me mm-hmm. Baby video from EXO, yes, where they're like dancing exactly. in like a car dealership, and yeah. it looks like all of the same equipment, and like there's like a little staircase in the background. It's like, is that, do they just like keep everything set up? Yeah, they just like, just only return, but it's the <laughs> same space. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's interesting, though, because it's like, depending on who the band is and what point in their career, what, it, what the setup actually is. Like, TVXQ is coming back. They have been one of the most famous bands of all time in K-pop. And so they're coming back to this like fully furnished set that's glossy and sexy you know yeah. whereas with with exo it's like cute and they're coming out of a car and it's bright you know <laughs> and this is it's a very different it's the same space but a very different setting Definitely. in a way yeah and then i like my big big thing of this was like all i was like is this is so dapper like everything about them <laughs> everything they're wearing i know they have this yeah it's just they've always kind of had that like even pre-army they had this very dapper sense to them and i think for me it was like this is how you age as a pop star oh yeah you know this is how you come back as the pop star i wrote like in my notes this is what a k-pop opa can do like this (laughs) is these they're the opas you know what i mean like they're back and they're they've got the threads they've got this like sexy setting but like behind the scenes we're famous and then um even the like the choreography which we're going to get to later like the choreography is very much like it's intensive but not what everybody else is doing right now you know it's it's not a lot of uh jumping on top of each other doing flashy things it's this it's more adult it's kind of like when rain came like when rain comes back and you're like oh this is what an adult does you know yeah (laughs) this is adult k-pop yeah this is a this is a this is the k-pop for technically my age group (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like technically this is what i should be listening to but i listen to bts <laughs> well who doesn't listen to bts nobody yeah, can blame me of there. course everybody does now <laughs> so and like my favorite thing so peter in our like little chat group that we have going on oh, yeah he says that his wife it's so funny to me because it's the exact same thought that i had that his <laughs> wife said she feels less guilty for liking them because they're older <laughs> and somehow like because of that they seem more mysterious and worldly and like they've seen some things which i thought was so funny and it it makes sense because they just came back from the army you know like they probably have seen some things that they did not see before you know a big part of like what makes k-pop hard to get into for people is egyo and like that's Mm -hmm. not just a girl thing well i I guess i don't know the word egyo's translation well enough to say if it's just a girl thing or not or whatever yeah like but all the cute stuff there's there's certainly lots of that in guy groups too 
But in TVXQ, mm-hmm. groups like TVXQ that are older, they're always wearing suits in their music videos. Yeah. You know, they're... Got that chinois. Yeah, they got like female background dancers that they're interacting mm-hmm. with and stuff. You, you feel less guilty about showing people a TVXQ video because you're like, look at these tall, handsome, older men in K-pop that are actually yeah. really, really cool. And not just like some kid that's acting really cute that you don't... Like, it's culturally hard for you to understand. It's not exactly. difficult to to understand the more mature like dapper tvxq concept yeah exactly and you know for the like we always like to talk about theory like my thing is is that the only theory i can give it is like the we're back and we're the kings of k-pop you know like that's all it really is it's super straightforward there's not a story it's just this is who we are this is what we're returning to and you know the video has almost nothing to do with the lyrics but that's okay like that's who they are yeah you know it doesn't have to be some huge which you know i love my bts like theories i love all that stuff but it's (laughs) nice just to have like this is a k-pop music video yep just a good old music video lots of tvxq looking their best lots of uh you know great choreography dapper as hell (laughs) dapper as hell indeed (laughs) um yeah yeah going on to the choreography what did you think about it I really liked it. Um, I don't think anything in particular stood out to me other than, of course, the return. I don't know if this is the same guy. I really hope it is. But they, uh, they've they always had, ever since they were a duo, they've always had this like background dancer that had a beard. And I just was like, there's one of their background dancers in this video has a beard. And I really hope it's that guy. Because I hope it is too. That always stood, like He should be a meme. Nobody's made a meme out of the bearded TVXQ background dancer, but he deserves that. Maybe I'll make one it's for him. Time. I'll just like make a timeline of his beard or something. <laughs> wow, it's it might not even be the same person, but make sure like it just you just have a meme of him growing older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I for me, I, I it's something we were talking about earlier like the interaction with like the male and female background dancers you're starting to see younger k-pop groups be a little bit more involved with female dancers i mean particularly the only one i can think of is winter right now um but <laughs> are they younger the, maybe it's uh, just yeah, they're like kind of i think the youngest is probably i'm gonna say early 20s but they're probably like they're i think tvxq you know is like a couple years younger than me so like 30 something Oh, really? Yeah. He's 30-something. Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, how did I not know that? I was thinking like 29. I no, I had to look it up because I do that thing where I'm like, who's I'm looking it up right now. K-pop? I cannot go forward <laughs> with this podcast and not know their ages. That would that would be so... Oh, I can't believe this. Yeah, this no, is so embarrassing. I'm, I think... I think one is born in 88, I want to say. Oh, yeah. So that's you know almost 30. You know it's 32. Yeah, there we go. Chung Min age is 30. <laughs> another another Google wow. search suggestion was Chung Min's yeah. sister age. So <laughs> I like that. That's a qu- that's a question. They want to know how old the sister yeah. is too. <laughs> yeah, I um for me, I think I think it's an interesting thing. Like as you see them get older, it's like more comfortable dancing with female dancers. But what I thought was interesting with this one was that it seems like they're each con- in control of different groups. So Max actually appears to have like the control over the ladies and, you know, seems to have control over the men. I didn't notice and that, so they kinda, but like, I really yeah, I think that's, that's cool that you noticed. Yeah, it's like really interesting. Like when it's Max's turn, he leads in the ladies. And when it's, you know, his turn, he leads in the men. And then at the end, they kind of like all come together. But my favorite part 
out of all of the choreography is like the butt slaps that they have where oh, it's, I loved that. Um, <laughs> that part gets me. I watch the live performances just to watch that part. Cause I think he's like not making connection with the butts, but he's like so into yeah. it. Yeah. And it's so awesome. I was really surprised by just, that. I was like, yep, TVXQ's yeah. back. They're they're older TV now. TVXQ's back. They're wiser. And they're ready to slap some butts. They're ready to slap some butts. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I also just like all that there's a lot of shoulder work going on. And I think it's like kind of like it's it it makes sense again, like I said, with this, you know, the move towards like they're in a they're adults, so they're not gonna be like doing flips, you know, they're yeah. not gonna be doing this crazy stuff. It's very much about this like Back, it's a very background dancer centric, which I has to happen when you have two people. But yeah. it's also just really interesting what they do with that and making it very interesting uh, uses of like who leads what group and when when one comes in and the other one leaves when they're together and they're kind of each other's partner. You know, they're the partners for each other yeah. of leading what's going on around them. So yeah, um, going on. Let's go on to the audio. The audio. How did you feel about this audio? Besides loving it, everything about it, to be more specific, I love that as I was listening, I couldn't help but think that the producers just knew me. They were like, Rodri's out there somewhere and he's been waiting for this for three years. What is he looking for? What what do we need to give Rodri so that he'll go on the K-pop cast and endorse our song? And it is just their vocals. And that is like, the entire beginning of the song is just their vocals comes right in with them with those oohs and then you know you've just got like this beat and like a bass line and then there's more of them on top of it and so you just get to hear these these two beautiful beautiful men back for the first time after three years and it's it's just uh my my poor heart it almost couldn't handle yeah. all of the, the satisfaction and joy. Yeah, I I know we would like probably want to get more into the, like the actual album at some point, but for me, this was talking about coming back from the army and being adult K-pop stars. This is one hundred percent like them doing. It's it's like they're not trying to match what everybody else is doing in K-pop right now. I think I remember when um, I was actually like I'm still new to K-pop, so TVXQ is still new to me, and I'm. Um, I go back and watch old things. But one of the things I remember is when um, looking at when Rain came back and he tried really hard to match what was going on at the time, which is this hip hop influence. Yeah. Very uh, much more aggressive. And I, I this would it would have been wrong for a TVXQ. I, I don't even necessarily think it was right for Rain, but it's definitely not right for TVXQ. It's not who they are. And so they came back to their sound. And it's somehow like a throwback and contemporary at the same time because of that. Yeah, I can't remember where I saw this, but on Twitter, I was reading, you know, tweets the day it came out. And somebody said mm-hmm. that it was like really classic sound, but also like it, it seemed like such a throwback, but also so mm-hmm. like on trend. And yeah, like there's nothing about this song. It doesn't feel weird. Yeah, it doesn't feel It doesn't dated, feel weird because it's them. But yeah. It, does feel very TVXQ. Like this is everything I liked about TVXQ. I don't feel like they've changed at all. And, and obviously they're not the ones like, I mean, they're probably not the ones writing the music and producing it and choosing the sound and everything so much, but their producers knew what we wanted and, you know, they gave it Get to it. us. It was, it was, yeah. This is like what I wanted. Yeah. So I love, I love the audio here. I don't think there's anything like particularly complex about it or anything but it's just so tvxq and uh that's that's what i wanted Mm -hmm. for those of you who may be new to tvxq 
you can listen to this song and there's this moment about two and a half minutes in, I think it's like at two and 29 seconds. There's this like harmony they do that mm. is TVXQ to the letter. This is like exactly what they are meant to sound like to me. And I actually, I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I'm pretty sure that they do this and that like, this is a TVXQ thing. And so I went back and, you know, I don't know if it's exclusively TVXQ, but this beautiful vocal harmony where they just like hit high notes and like together in, and they usually they do it in either a major or a minor third. And I went back and I found a few more examples of that. So I'm just going to play you uh, that on the piano and then mm-hmm. we'll listen to the clip and uh, you can just experience with me. You, you who are maybe new to TVXQ, the beauty of Max and Yuno at their best. So first you got obviously this moment in the chance of love about two and a half minutes in. got this moment in catch me which is at three minutes and 45 seconds in it's right at the end of the song you know things are ramping up to the end and then you just get this powerhouse moment And this moment in humanoids, which happens every chorus, so you've got this over and over again. I'm sure this isn't the last time they've ever done it, but I didn't look through all their B-sides because that would take forever. They have so many. I think they have like <laughs> over 900 songs over the course of their career. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so amazing. But anyway, I- there's this moment in the chorus of something that obviously is also the same thing. And there you have it. Some TVXQ wow. vocal harmony. Vocal harmonizing. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so it's about that time. It's time to give our final scores. For the concept, one being the lowest and five being the highest, how would you rate it? So concept, I am going to rate a 4.1. Wow. That's a big one. Well, they're not like trying very hard to tell a story, but I think as far as like satisfying our expectations, they don't set the expectations very high. Whereas some music videos do set the expectation pretty high on concept and then deliver Mm -hmm. like a really confusing or weird story that, you know, it's like hard to understand and you need... Doesn't quite mix. Yeah. But they're just giving us what we want and they're doing it really, really, really well. 
So I think 4.1 is not a bad score. Um, so I've realized recently that my scoring for concept is based on if I need to watch the video every time I hear the song. And I wouldn't necessarily say that. I actually prefer watching the live performances than the video. Um, so I'd probably actually give this more like a 2.5 for the concept. <laughs> okay. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But like, again, going back to like that really cliche SM style is not really my kind of video. I don't need to watch that video really ever again. But I do like the dance move, so I'm going to probably watch the live performances. But how about the audio, Rodri? How do you feel about that? I have a feeling it's pretty good. Um, so actually on the audio, it's probably a little lower. They didn't really like oh. one of my favorite things about TVXQ. And I should probably play you another montage. But um, there's this thing that uh, Changmin Max does mm-hmm. where he just like belts high notes. And if they mm-hmm. were to give me one thing that they didn't give me, almost in this whole album, there's there's not a whole lot of this. It's just Max freaking destroying my ears with his beautiful voice hitting high notes. And mm. there's not that's not in here. So this song actually didn't give me everything I wanted. So I think I'm going to have to give it like a 3.2 because it's a good song. Okay. But if I am really getting what I want from TVXQ, I'm probably going to listen to another song. So the replayability here, at least for me, as a fan, is kind of low. I still really like this song, so I'm probably going to actually pop it up to a 3.2 also, which is kind of good for me. (laughs) I think it's a song that would probably be something I listen to every so often. If it hits my any kind of playlist I have, I'll probably keep listening to it. I'm not going to switch to a different song, but I'm not going to like seek it out either. It's not my first choice. Yeah. And I think part of the reason I give the concept such a high score is because the joy of this mostly for me is watching the music video and like seeing them Mm. back. So hearing the song, (laughs) it's not so much of a celebration as it is just like when, you know, looks you, it gives you that look, you know, when yeah. he's, he's in that like room yeah. with all the lighting and he's in his suit and everything and he just kind of looks at the camera yeah. and you're like oh that's my man that is my you know <laughs> that is what i needed it's so funny because when i watched this video i was like max might be my guy <laughs> this was the one where i was super into max <laughs> I, I honestly like max is unbeatable as a singer for me i like if you go yeah. back and listen to some of his live performances he genuinely can hit some really freakishly ridiculous high notes but you know, yeah. I think might be the best looking guy in K-pop. Like, I'm not even <laughs> kidding. I honestly think that. He's just so, oh. like, his facial structure is flawless. I don't know how he does it. It's not fair that a man yeah. can look like you know does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> anyway. Is it Daybok or not? I will give it a Daybok. Not a perfect song. Yeah. But, man, it's just. It's still good. It's good. It's still something that like it's gonna it's gonna be played, you yeah. know. It's maybe not the first choice, but it's. Gonna it was be a really yeah, really good comeback after three years. Definitely Daybok. Well, we got a second release that came out pretty shockingly at the beginning of this week. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
that we got a video for Loveline because I really, really, really liked the song on the album. Yeah. This one obviously has like a little bit more of a story going on, which I really enjoyed. I called it like, it's a house island K-pop co-op. <laughs> it's not, not <laughs> like, untrue. It's basically what it is. is like, it's almost like I was like, am I watching a reality show about them being on a house island? <laughs> like it's literally a house that's an island in the middle of the ocean. And it's like super modern and like the weird part is, is that it's two guys and a girl living together, you know, like, and you're not really sure what's going on. Yeah. I think the one thing that I did really notice was the change in the day, like during the day it went from like morning bright colors, midday, like mid colors and then nighttime dark colors and you saw it with their outfits changing too and so i think it was just kind of like uh, yeah if if you go if you look like on top of when they're dancing on i i guess it it looks like it's almost like on top of the the house is a pool that they're dancing but it might just be a whole different space which by the way totally looked like it was in that same room we've been talking about since the beginning oh my god it had to be in that same room It's just that that studio. Like, every time, it's every time it's that studio. I just feel like I see it over and over. Again. It's so much space too. Yeah. Like it's crazy how much they like use that space. Yeah, you can see like each outfit changes as they're doing different things. So like in the morning they're cleaning, in the afternoon they're like working out, and watching TV, and hanging out, and then at the night they're like, I guess they're like ready to go on a trip which i found interesting but more importantly like each outfit changes which i was so ready for because by the end you know i was in a leather jacket and i was totally here for it <laughs> on top of i was totally here for his blonde hair oh yeah that was a nice 100 percent. that's where i was like oh no he's real hot <laughs> like max was real cute and chance of love but you know stole my heart here so i actually have so i know you have you have, you have a theory i, I like do a full theory. i do i i was like looking at the the music video and i was like you know I'm just going to try and figure this out and get a theory going here. And so here's what I've got. My theory disagrees with your idea that they may be living together with this girl. Mm -hmm. In my theory, you got three characters. You got Yuno, Changmin, and the girl. Yuno and Changmin are friends slash brothers slash roommates. Could be Mm -hmm. any of those three. They live together there in that house. And the girl is actually a friend of theirs. Because in the very beginning, you see her like helping out with some like clothes carrying a bunch of clothes up the stairs Mm -hmm. and you know max like stops on the stairs and looks at her and there's like this oh wistfully wistfully exactly that's perfect (laughs) that saves me from the trouble of trying to explain that (laughs) i got those romance novels going (laughs) (laughs) perfect but yeah you see so he looks at her and they go back down and she like makes her way downstairs he makes his way upstairs and you know you know it's just kind of always there but never seems like overtly interested i don't ever see him giving these wistful looks at her mm-hmm. she in that moment is helping out but i actually don't think she helps out with anything else like the most of the video most of the rest of the video is you know and max doing chores while she is just kind of sitting there accompanying them or like smiling and looking around and laughing at their jokes and things like a like a friend would that just like comes over to their mm-hmm. to her friend's house every once in a while and just to like because she's off work and she's hanging out but uh max is slowly falling maybe she's a friend of you know and max is just like slowly falling in love with her even though she considers him the friend zone as well it's a friend zone <laughs> theory here but uh, I don't really know where the girl fits in. She, they see her on TV. She like is advertising a flight. Yeah, to Europe, which I found interesting. Also, something you may find interesting, I don't know if you know this already, but they had to pull the music video off of YouTube 
and repost it because that scene, Why? the map the, uh, in that scene, they actually missed Japan. There's no Japan in it or there wasn't. Oh no. And so like, people complained and they had to like cut themselves off Redo from like all of the day one listens. It's okay. I probably watched the video like six times since then. So <laughs> perfect. Like six times today, probably. I'm sure that makes up for it. So it's <laughs> excellent. I was wondering why the views were so low today. And then I, I guess that makes so much sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they missed oh, out on crazy. a ton of numbers. Yeah. I think that's a really good theory. I mean, it's, it's definitely like whether who's in love with who I definitely think Max is in love with that girl. I don't know. If she reciprocates at all. She does like to like make him run faster, which I found really funny <laughs> yeah. um, when he's on the treadmill. Um, but yeah, I think that probably makes sense. There's like, no, you, like there's nothing past that. I think it's not like any deeper than that at all. Yeah. There, there <laughs> appears to never be a plot resolution where Max gets the girl or tells her how yeah. he feels and gets rejected like there's just no they go on an airplane where she's apparently a stewardess yep, and then nothing <laughs> happens and there doesn't appear to be a yeah. deep meaning to accompany that so on to the choreo which i feel like is a little bit more it's a little less in like because there's a story it's a little less involved in the video but i i was impressed with because it seems to go a little bit more with the song it seems like in the in the song and in the video you'll see the word parallel and like a it's like a travel mm-hmm. magazine he's reading with her on the cover yeah <laughs> so max is involved with the word parallel and in the lyrics they're singing about two people who i guess are meant for each other no matter how different and they'll end up with each other because yeah. they're walking kind of on the same path and they'll just like end up eventually together even if they're not meant to be they're they're gonna end up together exactly so they've got this word parallel in the lyrics and in the video and in the choreo they've got like two parallel lines at one point and Mm -hmm. like they do some stuff with the parallels and it's like it's not particularly creative maybe but it's Mm -hmm. you know it's a pretty it's a it's a good artistic move i guess Mm -hmm. in that sense yeah i also i thought that this choreo was just really smooth it was a very like smooth kind of choreo it kind of goes with the song in general of being this like smoother upbeat but not fast paced super fast paced song this song is a little bit more playful but the the moves are still more um, smooth and 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 interesting more so than like egg yeah you know or like you it mentioned like a b-boy and like flipping and yeah. crazy stuff there's none of that going on it's like very spe- it goes really well with the song without being egg or b-boy it's like very specific to yeah, them yeah super refined and i also yeah it's very yeah refined is the perfect description for both of these come- comebacks i feel like both songs it's it's a refined sense and then with with what i really liked is all the objects that were dancing around them like there's the part with the shirts are literally doing their movements <laughs> yes yeah. Which I thought was really cool. But then like later on, you see like the the sugars for the coffee dancing or like they're moving around like to the beat of the song, which I thought was really cute. It's almost like the video was Eggyo, but they weren't. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I I see what you're saying there. I'm probably more used to this having, you know, loved TVXQ for so long. But their their Mm -hmm. dances, I find, are mostly like that. Like, you know, is the dancer generally and Max is Mm -hmm. the vocalist. When they do live performances, I think their dances tend to be less complicated, especially at the points where, you know, Max will be singing. Yes. So that Max can sing live. Which they do in every performance, which is awesome. Yeah. So I think that's another reason for like the kind of smoother, slower kind of dancing. It's not super flashy or anything because it makes it a little easier to sing while you're doing it. That makes a lot of sense. I think that you see that with other groups doing that sometimes too, where when they're, I see this a lot with BTS, when Jin is singing, 
they slow down the choreography or he doesn't have as many movements. Yeah. So it'll give him a chance to like pick up his vocals, you know, that's a good thing to have for your group to understand in the choreo what you need to do to best feature them. On to the audio. We've got another song that has woos in it. I I really liked this. They use their vocals almost to go along with the background instrumental. So it's adding to the sound of the song. A big trend in production these days is to leave a lot of room for the vocals um, which is kind of a staple. There's a there's a Swedish producer called Max Martin that a lot of like the top forty artists will use, and a staple of his is to like um, what's the what's the Taylor Swift song? Blank Space is a perfect example of mm-hmm. this. There is so much room in that song for her vocals to act as the instrument. And mm-hmm. they they do that really well in this uh, song, Love Line. When I think about you, where think about there's tons and tons of room for TVXQ's vocals, which one satisfies me as a fan because I get to hear them sing. Yep. And two, just is a really trendy, cool way to make a song. Yeah. And it's good to hear people that can actually sing. Well, and there's a breathy quality to the sound yeah. of their voices, but it's not it's not not connected. You know what I mean? There's a connection to to the diaphragm still. And I think that's a really hard thing to do. I remember being in choir and there's you have to like at some points in songs, especially when you get into the really choral stuff, you have to get really quiet, but you still have to be connected to something. And I think that actually kind of almost goes along with what the song is about, which is kind of about two people falling in love despite everything that should pull them apart. It's this like cute, sweet, we're going to be in love no matter what. It really goes with the sound and the message that they're going for. Yeah. One final thought on the audio from me, uh, Tamar Herman, who listeners to this podcast probably know pretty well. Um, She's a K-pop journalist. Uh She thought this album was such easy listening that it should come with a margarita, which is totally i I feel like that's totally sums up love line because it is so smooth and refined and it's this trendy new production but it's still got a lot of the old tvxq vibe going it's Mm -hmm. like that is so much how i felt it's just like the most relaxing easy listening experience ever it's so awesome yeah it was i really did feel like that easy listening quality i think it's it's makes so much sense and i like the whole time i was like i just want to like sit by the pool and listen to this song like casually yeah. you know well like everything else in life will just come together sun. it's all a matter of time until everything is all good <laughs> all i gotta do is sit here and just exactly. relax this is great <laughs> okay so we gotta give our final scores on this one too so for the concept how would you rate it concept i am gonna go probably a 2.7 um slightly oh. above half halfway mark but because uh, I think the like coloring and everything was really cool, but I also was a little disappointed by there not being much of a story going on. So probably 2.7. So I am the complete opposite. This was like <laughs> the one that I was waiting for. <laughs> 
I like, I loved the like friend zone story that you just told me, but I just really like this. Like what is happening here? Who likes who? What's happening? And so I was like way into it. It was almost like watching a K drama, which I love to do. So I'm going to actually give this a 3.9. I like that we have some, some diversity here. Different perspectives. This is good. Yeah. This is like, I actually legitimately, again, this is one of those ones where it's like, I will go, if I'm listening to a song, I might want to go back and watch the video because I, the colors and the saturation and how pretty they are. And I'm going to tell you that blonde hair is going to keep me coming back every time. Um, and nobody's going to yeah, blame I actually, you. That you know, man. Yeah. <laughs> he can he can pull off any color of hair. Exactly. I can't. I want to see what he does next. <laughs> okay. So for the audio, what do you have? So for audio, I'm going to go a 3.2. Okay. Not my favorite. Okay. Really nice song. Um, but again, just like, you know, it doesn't check all of the boxes, but uh, it does yeah. check a lot of them. And I'm going to be a pain and be again. I'm a 3.9 on this I'm one. Glad. I legitimately, I like Chance of Love. It's a good song. But when I see when I saw the performances, I was like, no, I like the song better. And when I when I listened to the album, this was the one that stood out to me. I thought it was just it's just a fun song and it's cute. And I was really I really like this kind of sound. I like the kind of easy breezy. The honest, true and honesty is this isn't ne- necessarily like my sound for music in general. And K-pop is hard because you have a lot of this and the egg yo and all these different things and i really like hip-hop that's what draw me drew me to like bts but more and more this like quality song that you have here of like a it's not quite a ballad but it's sweet yeah it really is it's making a difference for me and i'm really enjoying it and so i really enjoyed this version well i'm glad <laughs> i i you may not be my favorite tvxq song ever but i am really glad that you like it because i love tvxq <laughs> and i am just you know happy that that there is another tvxq fan out there now it's starting to really come full circle for me because i was like i don't know about these old groups and now this is this is a good one for me how do you feel about this one is it Daybok or not? Well, it's definitely Daybok for me. And I also. I think, uh, you know, obviously I didn't love the concept and it's not my favorite TVXQ song, but again, given what they need. It's got a high bar. They they did exactly what they needed to do and they did it really well. It's a great music video, Mm -hmm. great coloring and all that. The song is wonderful and easy to listen to. Daybok. Be sure to join us for our weekly K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesdays at hashtag K-pop chat led by Supermatic. This week we discussed the completion of the female supergroup Luna and the final addition of Olivia High to the group. So one of the one of the questions that Supermatic posed for all of the people taking part in the K-pop chat was uh, for veteran stands, what would you tell someone to get them to check out Luna? And then for newbies, what have you always wanted to ask about Luna? And then one of our one of our veteran followers here we've got uh coat die i never know how to mm-hmm. p- say people's names on twitter anyway got coat die forgive me if that's not how you say it um, i i would tell them that luna is a girl group consists of 12 soloists each girl is given her own opportunity to showcase her talent through this 18 month project with high quality solo music videos subunit music videos and then finally forming the whole group together I completely agree with that. I've been really impressed with the amount of talent that is in Luna. And they definitely do seem like 12 soloists, um, mm-hmm. which hopefully we'll get to see more of that as now that they're a group, because I've really grown attached to that. Yeah, I think it's interesting because with a group that large, 
having them come out in slow, slow pieces is helpful to digest. Like I, the minute some a group hits over nine, I'm I typically blank yeah, out. Yeah, I don't even keep track of who's um, in the so group So it's anymore nice to have. There's over nine. <laughs> Seventeen took me forever to learn. Um, really, it's seven for me, but I'll <laughs> I'll say nine because I've been I've been getting better. But seventeen seventeen was work to learn. So this is really interesting that they've given us some time yeah. to really digest everybody. Another question that we had was, "What are you listening to K-pop this week?" And Nora, who's at TV and stuff, she said, Pentagon Shine. The whole album is wonderful and the group is so underrated. Hope they get to strike gold with this one. It's so addictive to listen to and sing along. And I completely agree to that. It would have been my my hit replay this week, but I have a feeling it's going to be somebody else's hit replay later on another K-pop cast. But it's also still kind of a new song that's coming out, but I have been listening to it nonstop as of now. It's a fantastic song, and I... I actually am really excited for Pentagon to have their moment to literally shine. Yeah, they've had some great songs so far. Everybody, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe this to this podcast, um, and tell your friends about it. Tell your friends about other K-pop podcasts. Podcasts are a great way to you know learn more about K-pop and some songs that you maybe missed. That's one of my favorite things about them anyway. So. I definitely recommend listening to more K-pop podcasts. Signing off, give us your handle and where you can be reached at. And with that, what is your all-time favorite TVXQ music video concept? So I am uh, on Twitter. I'm at Rodri Rodri. It's just my name twice. R-H-O-D-R-I. R-H-O-D-R-I. It'll be in the description so you can find it there. Um, my favorite TVXQ video music video concept would have to be the Keep Your Head Down one. Not only is that one of my favorite songs, beautiful, epic, high notes from Max. So keep your head down. You got lots of fire, lots of great choreo, lots of suits, lots of Max and Yuno in suits. I mean, who can ask for more for me you can reach me at twitter at ariana underscore y underscore underscore con as in genghis con mine is i mean gonna be very <laughs> typical i really like i love something i love everything about that like but i i'm not like a big band big band sound kind of person but i'm definitely a, a big band style kind oh, of oh I, I endorse this choice and so i really like so that. much yeah I love it so and I love the beginning of like the playing the bass with like rope oh, I yeah. think it's just really cool that was a good so idea. that's probably my favorite um, and don't forget to tell us your answer by tweeting us at the K-pop cast thanks so much guys have a great night Also, can we talk about how I want to be on an airplane that has armchairs like that? Like, oh, yeah. If only. And look at all the legroom they've got. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> That's like the killer.